Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. Well, I actually came up with the concept in 2010. Okay. And uh, it was essentially to um, replicate the experience that uh, we were having in the public with Holocaust survivors. They would go out, they would tell a little bit about their story, and then they'd, they'd open it up to a Q&A with them. Uh-huh. And it was that Q&A that was so engaging. Like, I... If, if think back to the last lecture that you went to and net or next time you go to one, I want you to stop when they, when they stop speaking and they open it up to a Q and a, the audience changes, the energy changes in the room. Right. Exactly. And so we wanted to preserve that experience of you being able to ask your own question and just have a conversation and have it lead wherever you wanted it to lead. So we did Holocaust survivors and it was, you know, we didn't know whether or not it would work as I had envisioned it. Um, it ended up working really well. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> and the one question I kept getting from the public, uh, we would go all over the world trying to, you know, get people to talk to these survivors this way and just mostly to collect data uh, collect the questions that people are asking. And one of the number one questions I kept getting was, can I do this myself? You know, can I, can I do my grandfather? Can I do uh, the founder of our company? Can I do this for myself? Can I, you know, my aunt, my aunt was just diagnosed with a terminal illness. Can I do this with her? And at the time it was very, very expensive to do. And so what we realized was, all right, if we're going to make this, this, technology ubiquitous for people. It had to be automated. It had to be cloud-based. You had to be able to use any camera you have, you know, access to like your smartphone or your laptop or whatever. So in 2017, we saw that technology was kind of heading in the direction that we might be able to make this and create it. And so we started StoryFile. I definitely saw the world in a different way. Um, and I definitely, um, I wasn't, I wasn't involved. I don't think in kind of the more, what I thought at the time was my trivial things, um, with regard to growing up and, you know, like high school drama and, um, uh, just things that normal kids do. And, uh, I mean, I think that team sports are very important for kids to be involved in, but um, I had my own team sport. <laughs> I was working and um, I think I grew up really fast, actually. I think that was the major, the major takeaway is I was much more mature than a lot of kids my age. Did your, uh, Attitudes towards your parents and adults and the the real world uh, uh, change. You think in terms of 
what these people are doing. And there's there's more behind the scenes here than just yeah, I think mom I and dad telling me not, I can't do this and I can't yeah, do that. I definitely had a lot more respect for adults, especially my my parents after I saw, you know, what they how they all the things they have to deal with on a daily basis, which as a kid, you don't get to see normally because you're not working with them. Um, you definitely, you, you learn fast about what the world is and the real questions and the real challenges that happen, you know, on a pretty much daily basis. You also, I learned to deal, I learned about people. Does that make sense? Like. Um, And in a lot of different ways about managing people, leading people, um, dealing with them. What about that? What right. about that? You think was and, they, and then from sales from a sales perspective, right? It was a whole different group of people that you learned about, you know, and um, that was very interesting. And uh, as you came up the ladder. Hmm. Uh, how quick did you get your bi a business of your own, you know, moving on, on up and, and yeah, that was, in life? That kind of happened um, almost by accident. I kept getting asked to do these exhibitions. And so, you know, I, and I was successful at it. And so kept getting asked to do more. Um, but what's an, what's an exhibition? Like a museum exhibition. Like, okay, um, put on an event, right? Yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could you could call it that, I guess. Um, they're they were mostly temporary exhibitions for museums that they would set up for like two uh, or three months, you know, yeah. and and they would have them. Um, and I, it was during uh, creating one of these exhibitions that I. I walked away from one of the interviews we were doing and I said to myself, you know, it's such a shame because my grandchildren, my great grandchildren are never going to be able to have the same conversations that I was having. Yeah. You know, and they were so meaningful and you could learn so much from these people that I just didn't want, you know, a resiliency, hope, um, you know, tenacity and just how one lives after such trauma that I could never even imagine. I don't think anybody, any of us could really imagine. So I just didn't want to lose those conversations. And I was seeing things around me that told me, all right, and this might be something I was particularly also good at is figuring out or connecting the dots, they say. Right. So if you see something happening and you see something else happening, what I was able to do is say, okay, if you can do this, you should be able to do that. Yeah. And what if we put these two things together? What could that create? Um, and I think that was a big part of it was being able to have the that vision and being able to envision it already working and how it would work you know, the ultimate, pro the ultimate experience. Yeah. One of the keys of being a high achiever is being able to connect dots 
that other people can't connect and to kind of be able to visualize. And a lot of that comes because of instinct, a lot of past experience, convert, you know, exposures that, that you've had. But wherever it comes from, yeah. if you can connect that dot, you can say, you know, if you can go over here and do that, yeah. boom. How do you look at instinct and how you have you developed the instinct and develop confidence in calling shots? I don't actually think that you can develop instinct. I don't know how you would, really. I I I rely, I, I agree with you. It is everything. So I would, I think everybody inherently must have it, but maybe it's just nurtured, not developed, but, or not actually. Um, also, you know, it's, it is interesting. I get this question from my team all the time. You know, we've got to be data driven. We've got to know these answers, you know, oh, we need to, we need to ask people and do market research. And what are we focusing on? Because Truly, I what the most challenging thing that we've dealt with over the past three years of having this business was actually deciding what to focus on and what area to focus because there are so many opportunities and there's so I mean it's a massive, massive, huge idea that can actually affect you in your daily life in a number of ways. Yeah. So it's it's a massive idea, a massive concept. What do you focus on? And then my team comes to me and says, you know, you got to, we have to know, we have to know what people are thinking. We have to know this and let's get some numbers on it. And my constant thing, especially at this stage in our business is you're not going to be able to do that. You're just not. And and you're not going to be able to do it for a while. And at this stage right now, it has to be instinct. It has to be because I know it will work. And because I've talked to so many people, like you're right. And you see how people are excited about it. You see their face, you see that aha moment, you know, when they really get it and they're like, oh my God. And, and they themselves come up with, oh, okay. So there isn't probably one idea that I haven't heard, but all of a sudden these people rattle off these ideas. You could do this, you could do this, you could use it for this, you could use it for that. That, oh, oh my God, are you doing this? And it, you know, you, you have to kind of temper them and say, yeah, but so there hasn't been one person in the, in the 10, 12 years that I've been doing this, that hasn't said, this is a bad idea or this isn't going to work or, um, what you're doing is, is, um, it, it sounded crazy at first, but now it's like, it's yes, this is amazing. Um, but how are we going to do it? And how yeah. are you going to make it as successful as it really could be? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. And of course, the answer to that is you unravel it. It's like peeling an onion. Yeah. One, one layer at a time. One <laughs> layer at a time. You take the next step. And the yeah. thing is with instinct, yeah, uh, we learn from all of our education, our experiences, mm-hmm. people, stories we've heard, yeah, you know, things that we've tried, you know, we've, it, it, one of the great uh, teachers of instinct is failure, you know, because, oh, yeah. you know, okay. you stick your, you know, it's like, <laughs> no, my finger doesn't need to go over to that. Yeah. 
I can, I can feel the air going. That wakes up a bad memory. Yeah, yeah. don't go in there. Yeah. And so uh, that's why, you know, people, people will look at you and say you're a genius, you know, and the way you get to be a genius is you make millions of mistakes, uh, mistakes and have millions of failures that yeah. they have not had a chance to make yet. Right. <laughs> right. right. And so you're way down the road uh, on educating yourself about where, you know, where to go and where not to go. Right. But uh, that's an instinct right there where you say, I, I was just going to say uh, that that's an instinct too. Yeah. As well. But the fact that you would say to them, they're yeah. saying data, 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 which is there is a time. There is, you a, know, time. There is a time in running a company. And a lot of that has to do, uh, Heather, when you go from, you know, that's one of the things where you go from a founder mm. of a company and a movement to where now we got to bring in the professional managers. We got to get Steve Jobs out of the building, <laughs> you know, and, we, you know, we've got to, uh, We've got to yeah. get organized here, you know, for a yeah. while. There is a time to do that. And of course, well, I think a it's lot also of times those have, people run it into the ground. Using it. I think, What's that? When you have more people using it, when you have more customers, when you have more um, people that have gone through it from A to B, and they're actually, like, for example, um, when SAP starts using this and they have, you know, over what, 4,000 clients of their own. Um, but they start using it, they're successful at using it internally, and then they go to their their clients and say, okay, now you, you should be using this too. That's when you can really collect data. We knew from the very beginning, since we didn't have a lot of marketing dollars to spend on paid advertising, yeah. we, knew, we knew we had, A, we had a great story. Our, you know, the founding of our company, the the team that's worked on it, um, and our whole trajectory and starting story, but we have a great story. So we knew that PR would be our, the least expensive, the best way to actually get the word out, of, you know, with regard to what we were doing and, um, uh, you know, that, that you could do this and get the word out about educating people that this is coming and you, you know, you, you can record yourself so that other people can talk to you and you don't have to be there. You don't have yeah. to be present and it, and it can apply across the board. You know, um, for example, we had a, um, a gentleman that was diagnosed with ALS and he, he started a, his own foundation. Um, but we did the interview with him, but we did it a little bit late. So what he wants to do is he's giving a story file life account to everyone who is newly diagnosed with ALS. Oh. And also, you know, when you're diagnosed with these diseases, and I know from experience, the first thing that you you ask yourself is, oh my God, how, how do I tell my, my family? How do I, what's, what's next? What can I expect? Yeah. And your doctor's not going to be able to answer all of these questions. You know, you want to talk right. to someone who's actually gone through it. Yeah. So, he's, he's done this story file and he has other doctors that specialize in ALS. And he tells he talks about his own experience and these doctors talk about the, the mechanic, you know, the more technical questions that they answer, but it's an amazing story file for someone that's newly diagnosed with ALS on what to expect, you know, what happens, what can I do to, to, you know, what should I be thinking about? Right. You know, all these things you, you, you want, one of the questions, you know, you 
probably we're going to get to, to ask me is what were the things that you know now that you didn't know to ask questions about, you know, because when you start something new, you don't know what questions to ask even. There you go. You don't know what you don't know. So it's really, really difficult, you know, and I, we think that story files can help people in so many different ways with that, because you just kind of, the more conversations, the more questions you ask, the more you trip on, like you said in the beginning, like someone's going to trip on some kind of gem of evidence, you know, and that we have a, we, we have a core, uh, similarity in, uh, the thinking I had behind doing this podcast, which, you know, I didn't, I didn't need something else to do, but, uh, (laughs) they, I'm a master of doing things you don't make money on, you know? And uh, so (laughs) why don't I start a free podcast? That would be great. But I get, it's worthwhile for me because I keep, I get exposed to, uh, positive people. You know, the world is full of so many negative SOBs and they seem to be, they seem to be in the spotlight and, you know, uh, the positive people doing positive things like what you're doing, you never hear about, you know, it's like, you know, we hear that's a cliche that you don't hear the good news, but where so much of the good news is for people like yourself that no one knows, you know, the whole, you know, you're, you're not going to find it on the media or this, that, the other, but you know, maybe, you know, you're, you hopefully people will find out, but there's so many amazing people out there There with new idea and they're gung ho and they're doing things. So that's the payoff for me. But, uh, in the nature of my business, I evolved, we have a financial services business Mm. and, uh, opening, opened up offices all over the country and, uh, us Canada. And so over the years, you only have so many hours in the day. Over the years, there's so many people. I evolved into where I'm coaching the million-dollar earners because uh, there's all, again, you can only talk to so many, return so many phone calls. Right. And so I went for decades saying, wow, I just know there's a ton of people who would love to be eavesdropping on these conversations. Absolutely. We're just talking about the weather, you know, because they're going to hear things. And and the the deal is, if there is a secret, Heather, to moving up or to to progressing and developing is uh, if there is a secret thing that you can spend your time on, it's getting around listening to or reading from people who are where you want to be. Right. You know, they're further down that road. Right. And the advantage of that is you, like you said it, uh, yeah. you said it perfectly. You don't know what you don't know. Right. You don't really know what questions to ask. As a right. result, you don't know what questions to ask. And the way you wind up getting, this is why it's a cliche, but it's true. You know, greatness is caught and not taught because usually greatness comes from the last piece of the puzzle. You know, when you were learning the fundamentals, you got yeah. all those in there and you apply them, you have some success, Yeah. but you're not quite clicking on all the cylinders right. until someone comes in and you say, oh, I've never That's heard it. Before. Thank <laughs> you very much. And then boom, boom, you're off to the races. So, yeah. you know, it's like, we don't know what they're missing. They don't know what they're yeah. missing, but yeah. I do know if they 
sit and are exposed to these conversations. And this right. is why I told you right from the beginning, story right. file, great idea, great concept. That's not what the main thing I was interested in. I was interested in the main thing is what you've learned and how you've you know developed mm. uh, as a person, as a leader in terms of being able to navigate life successfully. And that allows you to, you know, stay in, stay firm and actually bring this product to the masses, you know, and if you have not developed, you don't know how to navigate life correctly uh, and how to, how to work things out, you know, coach yourself to when you're like Mm. knocked backwards, it's like, okay, or I'm going to get have, myself. Have, you know, I've been fortunate to be um, surrounded by a lot of really amazing people as well. And you get yeah. advice and you can talk to a lot of people around you. Um, you, you know, and knowing who to go to is almost as important as knowing what to ask. Um, because you, you're right, you only have so much time and you, you only have so much bandwidth to listen to so many people. But I, I don't know. I've, I've, since I was a kid, again, I go back to it is that I've always loved listening to people's stories and learning from them. And I always had this notion as a kid, even that if I can learn from them what not to do or what to do, then I don't right. have to go through that. You know, I, I'd That's be exactly right. Off. And exactly. it's just it, but it's, it's letting that, taking in those stories and really internalizing them and making them a part of who you are and your identity. Um, And you're right. You're made up of all of the experiences that you have in your lifetime. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whiteallenwinning.com. Thanks for listening.